one crystal can um, absolutely take you away to another, let's say, dimension as you're meditating with that crystal or as I did, lay the crystal on my client, whether it's on their third eye or their crown chakra or even on their heart, a crystal can open you up to certain energies. And I made a video once and the video was uh, the top three crystals in the world, the most powerful top three crystals in the world. And the number one crystal is you. Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. I'm going to just start with a smile, Mark Bayerski. <laughs> I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to sit here and smile for a little while looking at the camera <laughs> because I'm just tickled pink that I get to have who I consider to be a dear friend back on the show for a second time, Mr. Mark Bayerski, all the way from Spain. We're going to be talking about crystals and minerals, and we're going to be talking about how one might self-initiate using crystals as bridges to other worlds. You know, that's what we talk about here on Higher Journeys, right? Other worlds, other dimensions, and we don't take it lightly. It's a very important thing because we believe strongly that we are intertwined with other worlds all the time. And so with so many people that are going on higher journeys these days, Mark, like never before, it came to me the other day. I wonder if Mark would spend an hour or so talking to us about the crystals that he has used, recommended, and also happens to uh, carry in his incredible product line. We're going to talk about that too. But your uh, expertise is, I would say, close to unmatched, Mark Byerski. First, welcome. I want to get right into it, but welcome back. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege. And I, I've got butterflies, which is always a, a good sign. You said that last time. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lovely feeling, and I hope it never oh. goes. Um, that feeling of of anticipation, and I hope I come across in a way that people can understand. And it's exciting to be able to share this work, which very few people ask me to share these days because there's so much suffering going on that they want yeah. more healing and talking about different subjects. But this is my this is my um, master subject because I've spent. Um, many more than 10,000 hours on crystals. In fact, you can quadruple it. I don't know. Every day uh, since 38 years old, I've worked with uh, a crystal, a different crystal. And now I, I think I've worked with so many that, yeah, you get so used to working with crystals, but then some become part of your life uh, than others. And hopefully today I can share some of the most amazing crystals that I've learned to understand and become best friends with. I think that now more than ever, individuals who find themselves as what? Spiritually centric, spiritually centered because of all the complexity of living on this planet has brought in recent years, any ally, I'm not, I started to say, uh, uh, well, it's a tool, but any ally, and I consider crystals to be allies. Right? There's an intelligence that is intangible, but very powerful. People need that. Anything that can be brought in to help us navigate this. I, I'm tempted to swear, guys, this show <laughs> that we're all going through. Um, and I believe that if we decide to take that route of utilizing these things that we uh, consider to be a part of the metaphysical world right now, they will work for us because we are 
wanting so desperately to navigate and come on the other end successful. And that's another reason why I wanted to have this conversation. So I think we should, I think we should dig in. Now, listen, over a year ago, you and I got together. We'll have a link, of course, everyone, to talk about your own bizarre <laughs> encounters. I think we touched on crystals a little bit, but not necessarily a lot. Um, but again, today I want to really focus on individuals that are looking to use crystals to, to self-initiate bridges to other worlds. Can you share with us, Mark, a story or two, maybe of, with yourself or someone that you've worked on that have essentially traveled, metaphysically traveled to other uh, centers, energy centers, other worlds. You say all these things, you know, you have to be careful because we, we're probably talking more of a non-physical um, connection to something else. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the thing with this subject is that there's so many um, diversities, so many avenues to go down and nothing's black and white and everything uh, with a crystal can change depending on um, the alignment of the stars, the moon, the sun, uh, and how the energy is in on this planet. So one crystal can um, absolutely take you away to another, let's say, dimension as you're meditating with that crystal, or as I did, lay the crystal on my client, whether it's on their third eye or their crown chakra, or even on their heart, a crystal can open you up to certain energies. And I made a video once, and the video was uh, the top three crystals in the world, the most powerful top three crystals in the world. And the number one crystal is you because you're made up of everything that a crystal's made up of because in each drop of water there is a crystal and what are you made of 70% they say water so we are ultimately crystal we're energy so what a crystal from the ground does or a, or let's say a tektite that's come from out of this world they have an energy that let's say awakens something within us so some crystals can absolutely awaken us and awaken the flame. And some crystals can actually blast an energy that within your body, spacesuit, because of trauma, because of many different reasons, that crystal can target a wave energy that clears the trauma or the block. And so every crystal has a unique energy and mostly, most important, it has a unique energy to you. So you give the same crystal to somebody else and it may not function or work on that, on that place that it worked on you. So there was many a times that as a healer, as a crystal healer, I used to think, okay, this crystal did such so many amazing things on this client. The next client comes in, I'm sure it'll do the same work. And then I'll place the same crystal on the same place and it'll have no effect. And then I realized that every crystal is a crystal that's individual, which means that instead of thinking about it, I went in uh, the energy of trust, flow, intuition. And what intuition means is that you don't interfere with your brain. So I would then place a hundred crystals on a, on a healing table. And just by a way of turning, grabbing the first crystal that feels right and putting it straight onto the client, 
that I would have great success with their attunement. So that said, what kind of crystals uh, work best uh, on an average or a pattern of, say, a thousand clients that I worked on? Well, the first crystal that I found that worked amazingly well was obviously, you probably know this by now, is Moldavite. Moldavite isn't a crystal. It's something that came from out of this world. And it came from, in my opinion, after I'd worked with it and after my clients expressed certain thoughts and feelings after a healing session, is that it came from a planet. It was a planet with great energy. Mm -hmm. So that was one. And then came another crystal called Tektite. Tektite is an amazing crystal, comes from all over the place, all over the world, you know, Thailand, Philippines, uh, South uh, East Asia, all over. And this is a darker colored um, Tektite. Um, and this was absolutely doing some amazing work. So that's another crystal. And then there was another crystal that I um, really found fascinating, and it's called Mount Shasta. And that is from California, the mountain. Mm -hmm. And it's a magical mountain in so many ways. There, There's actually talk about there's unusual psychic and UFO activity on Absolutely. that mountain and strange mm -hmm. and unusual things happening. Well, when you get this crystal and work with it, you find that it's the same energy. It has the same unusual, fantastic energy. And then there's another crystal out there called Tissit. Tissit is spelled, I think, T-S-E-S-I-T, uh, -E I think. And that's from Naibia. That's a phenomenal crystal that was once believed to be a tektite, but now they realize it's not a tektite. It's actually part of uh, Mother Earth and how she created her minerals and heat and, and created an amazing, amazing talisman. And then we can mm -hmm. go on to another crystal called uh, sulfur, sulfurite, which I think they call it, oh... See, see, I always forget it. It's like sounds Italian, Sinter, Sintimani. And that is um, a kind of crystal that even the Buddhists used to use. And they believe, I think they used to call it their uh, talisman or their philosopher's stone. Philosopher's these, stone. Yes. These, kind, these kind of crystals that I've worked with uh, either recently or, you know, when I was 38 years old onwards, was something that um, fascinated me. All of that fascinated me through uh, placing them on my clients and seeing what was happening. They would wake up after a healing session and then they would give me a rundown, a, a, a load uh, just piled into them like, um, yeah, it was so powerful. And I'd sit and just listen to their story. Some Can of the you share stories, one with us? Can you well, share one with yeah, us? Yeah, there was... I used to work on a, a lot of male energy. Uh, so I had a lot of gentlemen who were coming to me who were uh, from Germany, Sweden, Austria. I don't know why, but they all came. Uh, and in that particular time of that two years, they would come for healing sessions and I would lay crystals like I've just explained to you on, on their third eye. And the conversation uh, would be, especially tektite, would be the Moldavite conversation, the Moldavite language. And I don't know if I ever discussed this with you before, but I was, I was getting messages 
that were coming through that I couldn't translate. And these messages were phenomenal. But what, what I found at the end of it, when the client would get up, they wouldn't really understand anything. But then a few weeks later, they'd come back and then start to explain what they felt and what they were going through. Some of the things that happened was being on another world, being somewhere else, which was not um, Mother Earth. And the feeling that they got predominantly was the feeling of floating. So they didn't walk. The feeling that they got was communicating, but without opening their mouths. So this was um, a pattern that was happening constantly. They were telling me the same story. Also, within those stories were they were seeing colors that they couldn't explain or, or even try and say in the color of the rainbow. So how do you explain a color that is not in the color of the rainbow? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's impossible. You try and explain that. And it was very difficult for me to grasp, but they were saying that there were colors beyond colors. They were then also talking about uh, geometry, different uh, shapes, and uh, which were actually um, messages. So what they were experiencing was they could see this, these patterns and the patterns were eventually in a few weeks or months where they were describing this pattern uh, had a meaning and they were explaining the patterns, which was phenomenal because all of these things that were shared were shared by, um, I would say at least 200 uh, people who came to me and I used to write everything down. And for nine months, I wrote down everything. So I'd get colors to begin with, with normal, uh, healthy mother earth crystals, which were crystals, which were, let's say normal. And we all know one being citrine, natural citrine, two, uh, ametrine or amethyst. Um, and then they would give me information about things that were more earthly, but spiritual. So the spirit world would be more simplistic. So I would see a pattern of a triangle, but the triangle would be purple. So what I was getting from earthly crystals would give earthly meanings in mm -hmm. the sense of the connection between Mother Earth and the spirit world. So that was fascinating. But then, like I said, soon as I went into Tektite, it was giving me different information, different feelings, different weight. And I was receiving things from my clients that were saying, you can actually heal yourself with a thought and a feeling. You can, you can, uh, you can, your thoughts can take you to another place with just a thought. And like, these are out of the world understandings. And now I'm realizing that we as humanity are so limited by what we're told we can and can't do. Absolutely. And crystals can take you away from that if you just take away the brainwashing and the programming from science and the people who tell you that it's all nonsense. Absolutely. And those are the ones that don't even realize what they're doing is trying to stop humanity from growing. And when you when you say to people who are scientists, when you say to them, you know, a crystal is in computers. Crystals are, are used for everyday life in so many ways. Crystals are balancers. They were since 19, early uh, um, 18th century. They put into pocket watch, watches. Why? Because if you speak to a, a real genuine pocket watch um, uh, fixer, a one who m works with pocket watches, 
uh, they'll tell you that pocket watches only really work when you have jewels in them. Why? Mm -hmm. Because there's something about the vibration and the frequency and the energy of jewels that mm -hmm. actually align everything and make them work. When you right. say that to a scientist, they'll just puff you off and just say, but, they oh, know, but wait, they know that Mark, they, but they know that they know that the, the crystals that are in that regulates the timing of watches. And I believe it's the piezo electric, the piezo exactly. electricity. Exactly. Yes. In fact, who is the Marcel Vogel? Exactly. From IBM. Yep. Who brought that more into the mainstream? Although I, I dare say, I think he had a, a penchant for the metaphysical aspects as well, as little as it, as it was known. But I think that the, where the scientists know the science of, of, of the mechanics of it, I should say, it's when we get into the metaphysical side that they just they just go blank. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Let me let me can I can I just ask you a quick question? Sure, Not sure. a quick question, just a comment, really. Um, Interesting that some of the elements that you brought up a little while ago, Mark, of some of the individuals who would be describing to you after these healing sessions, colors that cannot be <clears throat> described uh, as part of the rainbow, colors, there's no way of describing them. Geometry that is unfamiliar, and yet they know it's part of geometry, things that are literally out of this world. A lot of the features that you just brought up are also very indicative of people that have had contact encounters. The feeling of uh, uh, floating over the floor versus walking. Many uh, contactees have seen the grays as an example. They don't walk. They kind of float or waddle. It, it's a very strange thing. So some of the elements that you're bringing up connect directly or correlate with contact encounters, uh, for one, near-death experiences as, as another, telepathic communication. These are all hallmarks of a contact encounter or other uh, sorts of experiences like this. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, my thoughts when we were just talking earlier on about all of these things is what sprung to my, my consciousness, my thoughts was... You know, when something is so powerful, it becomes so dangerous to the opposition when mm -hmm. they're trying to sell something. Mm -hmm. They're not going to openly say that, let's just take, for instance, the, 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 the medical field. They're not going to say, hey, we've, we've found something natural that will help with a certain disease. They're going to stop you from from talking about it they're going to put you in prison they're going they're going to do everything they can because it's going to ruin their business likewise i think the same thing with crystals people people who are in the business of wanting to keep secrets and they don't want you to understand the power of a crystal even though you go back centuries and realize that um, the ancients always have talismans. The kings and queens wear crowns. You think that that's just by accident? They just stick a crown on their head? No. Every crystal, every gem has an energy that heightens the frequency of whatever they're doing, whatever they're saying, whatever they're thinking. So if you have a crown of crystals on your head and you're trying to appease uh, a nation, then that's going to have more power. If you're wearing gold, it has great power. So all of these things have been taken away and only uh, used by those who are of, let's say, elite um, 
standards. So we shouldn't be using it. And the other thing is as well that I found fascinating is a lot of the the so-called old school healers who work with crystals tend to, or did with me, tended to say to me, Mark, some people are not ready for them. So just be a bit careful and, and don't be too forward in giving too much information. Don't give everything that you know because you should hold things back. And I would say, no, I think we should share everything with everybody and be open as possible and let people work it out for themselves. Yes, but it's dangerous, Mark. Uh, I've never seen anybody uh, die from holding a crystal. I, I, I see more danger out there in, in mm -hmm. the, the world of people doing bad things to each other than Absolutely. sharing truth on a crystal or right. on the spirit it, world. Right. And yeah, you know, I'm uh, interesting you should bring that up because I don't know if we touched on this before, but this incredible <clears throat> sort of meme more than a meme that's gone around about Moldavite, particularly on TikTok, where these young people are getting a hold of some Moldavite and talking about some of the awful things that have happened to them and they're attributing it to the Moldavite. Can you speak to that? What's going on there? We are living at a time of great challenge and incredible opportunity. A time when taking life into our own hands, charting our own course, and finding our own answers is more accessible than ever before. During this time, you may be asking yourself, what am I called to do? What if I could discover not only my own inner healing power, but help others all over this planet discover theirs? We all have the ability to heal ourselves, but it takes a special approach, a unique approach. Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, also known as QHHT, a method developed by pioneering hypnotherapist and past life regression expert Dolores Cannon, is the approach that thousands have used and taught to access the deeper aspect of the self for healing at the core level. We all have the ability to tap into the higher self, the oversoul, the higher consciousness, and we have the means to help others to do the same. QHHT is designed to help the individual access the subconscious, the storehouse of all information through visualization at the deepest level imaginable, a process that Dolores Cannon discovered and refined during her decades of working with individuals from around the globe. Training with QHHT will provide the guidance and give you the tools to help others tap that incredible force within. Now you can access this exclusive training online, bringing the tools needed right to you so you can assist others in finding their own answers and achieve total healing. This is powerful and needed now more than ever. Be a part of the pioneering work and legacy of Dolores Cannon by learning QHHT. Start today by clicking on the link in the description of this show to get started. And when you do, don't forget to mention Higher Journeys to get a 10% course discount when you sign up. It's time we all take back control of our lives and chart the course for success at every level. It's time to discover the power of quantum healing hypnosis technique by helping others to help themselves. And by doing this, we are helping to heal the world. It's very easy. The, the world that we live in now has changed dramatically. And everything is um, takeaway spirituality, take away whatever, take away health, take away everything, take away mean, I need it now. I need to, to resolve everything now. And there's also a really, really dark side to the internet. And there's a dark side to this um, new age, new way of trying to create 
um, new followers um, that they're trying to, it's, it's, it's not their fault. It's because they've been fed it from a child. Breaking news is basically what's done it. So everything that you see is breaking news. So there's no such thing as normal conversation anymore. There's no such thing as sitting around mm. a campfire and having just a beautiful chat with each other. Everything is show me the, the shock. Show me the most expensive dress. Show me the most painful emotion. Mm-hmm. So now we've, we now we've got uh, we're using anything we can to shock the world, and a lot of these kids, and I'm really sorry to say, are are very unbalanced in emotional terms. They are they they need help. They need constant help because what's happened to them is a, a kind of brainwashing, a kind of uh, uh, unfortunate. Uh, disease from mainstream media and it's kind of like let's say it's more like a voodoo spell on them so they're now spelled up so that is one aspect of it now the other aspect of Moldavite is this Moldavite has an energy and that energy is is very powerful but what it does and what I've tried to explain to people who keep talking about that Moldavite is bad no it's not bad what it does is it highlights your issue. It highlights any kind of root cause that you have. Why? Because Moldavite can only Mm -hmm. elevate you when your body and mind and spirit is is elevated. So the Moldavite searches for the most negative part, part of your energy field. So if your brain is now functioning on a negative, it's going to blast that energy and try and release it. Before it's released, you're going to feel it. So the pain is quite um, something. If you're well balanced, then your energy will heighten and you will get the experience of Moldavite instantly. But if you have low frequency, then the Moldavite saying, listen, we need to clear away all of this before you actually are in tune to Moldavite. So therefore, people Hmm. or or young kids or adults will think that there's something wrong with the Moldavite where it's not the Moldavite. Don't blame the Moldavite. The Moldavite is healing you. It is getting to the root cause and it's going to get it out. Keep working with it and eventually you'll find that that's gone. The issue is gone. Now it's gone. Now you're going to start to feel better and stronger. But most people throw it away and say it's dangerous, it's evil, when in fact it was doing the world of good for you. Why? Look at me. Look at my clients. Look at how I've elevated from being um, a a very negative person, worried about everything, fearing everything, being abused by my father. All of that came out. All of that cleared. All the tears, all the suffering. I cried for two hours on a train with a piece of Moldavite that I found in a shop that shouldn't have even been there. I walked into a shop, which was not a crystal shop. And I said to the the shopkeeper, do you have a piece of Moldavite in here? And he went and he opened his safe and took it out. And like, Hmm. I, I bought it and I cried on the train all the way to um, uh, a place where I was giving healing to dolphins, which were all dying. So that was an interesting thing. The tears were coming out. I didn't know why, but I went with it. So I always tell people, if you buy Moldavite, whatever happens, go with it. Feeling something, feeling nothing, feeling everything, go with it. But yeah. 
Wow. Um, There's something that I want to say to you offline (laughs) that, um, (laughs) sorry, guys, a very personal experience that um, a lot of what happened then makes sense within the context of what you just discussed. Great. When I think based on your discussion, this is very, very important guys, by the way, because it, it, Moldavite's been getting a bad rap because of this hype that unnecessary hype. And I think Mark was really, really good in elucidating what, what's really happening here what what's going on. But what the way you describe what it is doing for an individual who needs to be, it's almost like a purge. It forces a purge within the individual. You know what made me think of? It made me think of echinacea, the herb echinacea. I've been taking echinacea. I grew up in kind of an alternative household. My parents had herbs and tinctures of all kinds growing up. And my father would give me uh, echinacea and astragalus root to get rid of a cold. But I would always notice, Mark, when I took the echinacea, rather than it making the cold go away, it intensified it, but expedited the healing as a result. So in other words, I still had to go through the process, the whole process of the running nose, the blah, blah, blah. And it got even more yeah. intense, but left quicker. And and on a side Does that note, make sense? Yeah. On a, on a side note, if you understand that the mainstream um, medicine is block it, stop it. Stop it, yeah. Right? If you if you if that is the only choice you have in the world, then all you'll ever know that that is this is the way to fix it. When in mm-hmm. actual fact, it's the opposite. If mm-hmm. you block something from coming out of your mouth, it's going to come out of your bum. If you block something that comes out of your nose, it's going to come out of your mouth. If you That's block right. something, bit you swallow that and it's okay. There's no more sickness. Okay, it's going to have to. Co- your body says, "Well, what are you doing? It's going to have to come out of somewhere." somewhere. And we're trying to get rid of it. Okay, so so if you wow. block everything, if you block every hole. Because you've taken something, it's going to then go into your body, it's going to go through the blood, and it's going to take three months before it comes out of your skin. And that's why we have skin issues. Do you hear that, guys? Makes all the sense in the world. Where do we go from here? Can I tell you a Tectite story? Please. Because <laughs> I know like I know that Mark loves him. And by the way, I've got to get a, a shout out to Mark's incredible YouTube channel. Of course, we'll have a link. And I'm, I'm sure many of uh, we've got many Mark Bayerski fans that are probably watching this show as they did last time. Uh, but we will have a link to your show. You talk about Tektite a lot. You talk about uh, Moldavite in, in the same sort of powerful, helpful way. Tektite for me has uh, always been an interesting stone to say the least. Uh, I've had a piece for gosh, 10, 20 years. And I remember journeyers indulge me. Let me just tell you the story because Mark uh, and you, I'm sure will relate to this in some way. I was meditating one day. I typically pick a stone to meditate with. I've been doing it for decades. And on this particular day, I had a tectite, small, about, you know, about the size of a quarter or so, round. And I recall at some point in the meditation, hearing a voice, of course, telepathically, not audibly, say, I'm so glad you found me. Now you understand something like that. I'm so glad you found me, almost with a sense of urgency, like I've been tucked away here in this box and now you found me. Immediately, Mark, rather than having this sort of joyous reunion, I freaked out because I knew, I was a little naive at the time, 
but I knew I knew it was a stone that was the energy of the stone that was communicating with me. And I instinctively knew that that stone or the intelligence of the stone came from somewhere else, exactly. non-human intelligence, exactly. alien intelligence. Mm -hmm. And it scared me so much that I <clears throat> tucked it away and I wouldn't touch it for a couple of years because yeah, it was that, so powerful. And I, that's the I think, same as Moldavite. That's the same what people do with Moldavite. It's the same experience because, because when you don't know something exactly, it, it's fear. And we've been brought up to have fear, everything that we don't understand. And that, that is something we need to change in our children. Don't fear something that you don't know. Embrace it and Embrace grow with it. it. Explore it. Exactly. Mm. And that's what I eventually did. But I, you know, and it was an important experience to have because uh, juxtaposing then and now, I knew that there was something really powerful going on with that stone. Something that I was probably not ready to uh, explore, investigate at the time, but I will always remember that tectite, not with the moldavite. It didn't happen with the moldavite. It happened with the tectite. Yeah. Can I, can I just that... say, can I just say something? Absolutely. This, is so, this, 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 this is so beautiful for me. And the reason why is this, <laughs> I was sat here before I came on with you and I wrote a couple of notes and one of on the notes, right. Is, is basically tectite. And the reason why I wrote tectite is because I thought if you were going to ask me which is the most powerful crystal right now, I would say beyond shadow of a doubt is tectite now because for some reason it, it was Moldavite, but tectite seems to be as transformed. Something's changed. Something's happened with tectite that it was always powerful and it was the only crystal that I knew absorbs negative energy. But what I didn't realize and what I do today from working with tectite is that it's it's a dual dual energy of connection and absorbing negative energy it does it it, it literally moldavite blasts the way at a root cause tectite absorbs that energy so you can feel better and like it's it's just been sucked in rather than blasted out you said purge makes sense with moldavite you're purging it's coming out of your nose but this crystal tectite i'm wearing a piece now this tectite can you show us hold it up to the camera so we can see oh it's beautiful this mm -hmm. tectite this tectite now hang on is absorbing it absorbs energy it's actually absorbing energy from my uh, thumb and two fingers now i can literally see the energy going into the crystal so it's the only crystal that I have worked with thus far, and I've worked with thousands. It's the only crystal that when I used to lay it on my client, I, I used to see energy. Uh, that was my job. I used to see energy, see how it changed when you were sick, when you were ill, when you were emotionally traumatized, when you were happy, when you were strong, when you were powerful, when you were feeling uh, the, all of those energies vibrate at a frequency that when you take your time and look at your client and watch around them, I used to put a purple um, cloth on my clients, thus to be able to see the energy. And when you, mm -hmm. when I laid a piece of tectite on the stomach of a client, 
I sat down after the healing session and left the tactile there. And I used to sit down and give my clients a chance to get up and relax and feel good. So what I would do then is I'd just close my eyes gently and wait till the client started to get up. It would may maybe be 10 minutes, five minutes, it may be 15 minutes, it might sometimes be half an hour. It didn't matter. I gave my clients long enough in between not to rush them. So this time I'm looking at my client, I gave a healing session they're just, this, this was the sad part. Uh, I, I'm not going to mention it, but anyway, uh, mm -hmm. this person went through terrible trauma. Something really, really awful happened to them. It was a challenging time in their life. All the energy was trapped in the stomach. So I'd finished healing the stomach. I sat down and then after about 10 minutes, I opened my eyes and looked and I saw energy from this was negative energy from the heart moving into the stomach and i'm looking thinking why is negative energy going from the heart going into the stomach and i'm looking and as i'm looking i'm realizing looking more carefully at the stomach and i'm thinking hang on that's not going to the stomach that's going into the crystal and it was a tech type and i thought this is mind-blowing. This is absolutely mind-blowing. So I wanted to double-check. I went over and took the tecti and I moved it to the solar plexa and I sat back down when my customer was still getting, getting kind of not getting up yet and still in the place of all, all the cleansing and clearing. And then I saw the energy from the heart going into the solar plexa, which it wasn't. I realized then it was going into the tectite. I tell you this, guys, I tell you all your listeners, tectite is the only crystal that I've worked with that absorbs negative energy. And all my clients have told me from all over the world, whether they're, they're talking in front of um, 15 million people, whether they are... Um, uh, local gurus, they tell me <clears throat> that they wear the tectite and they always feel as if they're being cleansed at the same time. Thus, I always tell my clients, if you buy a piece of tectite, wear it uh, round about the stomach area, belly button area. Mm -hmm. Why? Because most of your issues in negative energy lays in your stomach. Absolutely. And when you go, to, and when you, and when you go to sleep, lay on your third eye before you go to sleep. And this is what I do. It's my practice. I've never felt better in my life or healthier. So Tektai is a phenomenal crystal to help heal trauma that you didn't even know you had. You didn't, it's so suppressed. It's so, it's so covered in your protection that you don't even know it's there, but it's, it can manifest into physical cancers and illnesses. So tectite is a great way of clearing the issue. Is there that, anything that we should be working with prior to working with the tectite? Because I remember you saying the moldavite is good at sort of bringing the, the issues to the surface, perhaps exacerbating those issues, but then the, or the purge really, and then the tectite is more of the healing by taking it out of you. So should not, work with not just you? not just that, not just that, but I've realized that the tectite now, that's why I wrote it down, is now working on a dual energy. It's now helping you connect to uh, another 
reality and new, another energy, another understanding. It opens you up to higher dimensions, frequencies. It kind of, for me, when I'm wearing it and I'm doing meditation, I feel like I'm going deeper. I feel like I'm going like... I used to ignore Tecti only when it was negative, when there was a negative issue. Mm -hmm. So I actually got in my head, okay, well, I'm just going to use it for absorbing negative energy. But then I realized I've actually, I haven't done it justice. It's actually very powerful and it works extremely well in meditation, in psychic work. Why? Because I always wore it, but I always thought, oh, it must mm -hmm. be another crystal. I've come to the point now that I believe Tecti is one of the most powerful crystals in the world. And, hmm. and using something else uh, to begin with, no, I don't Not think you need to. Tecti is there because when you are going through the shift or the change or the purge, it's absorbing the energy. So you're not feeling it as you would do with um, <laughs> Moldavite. Moldavite enhances the issue. You know, especially if you mm -hmm. wear it with um, something like uh, Herkimer Diamond. Then well, I'm just going to say your pen. You have amazing pendants on markbyerski.com, where you uh, you've talked about this on your YouTube channel, Moldavite, Tektite, and Herkimer Diamond. And I think yeah. you have a, a few, a few, a lot of pieces. You sell a lot of pieces. I know of the three, the trio, right? Right, because that's the Trinity. That that's the three that worked for me when I worked as a healer. Mm -hmm. All those three pieces I worked with together, and I realized that they work together and they're they work in sync with each other. So when you put the um the the tectite, which is absorbing the negative energy from the moldavite, which is purging you, which is a great balancer, and then you want to attune to higher frequencies, you've got your moldavite with Herkimer Diamond, which is Herkimer Diamond for me is one of the most powerful crystals that strengthens or um, just magnifies the crystals that are around it. So you're magnifying the intensive work of the absorbing of the tectite and the intensive work of uh, Moldavite, which is opening you up to extraterrestrial and other energies, which is phenomenal. It is the the my biggest selling crystal. Why? Because I'm a healer for 17 years. And those were the crystals that actually did the most powerful work in those three. That's why I put them together. And actually, I, 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 I struggle to actually make them quicker than I can sell them. And I have so many people around the world who keep on TikTok, famous stars, um, uh, always sharing it, and that's why I never have enough because I can't make them fast enough. Because we're going to make sure to we're going to make sure to put it as we're talking in post. I'm going to put a screenshot up of some of Mark's incredible, uh, particularly that set. I've set one aside for me. Got definitely got to get one. Now I have. I will Herkimer. send you one as a gift with all my oh, heart. <laughs> with all my heart, I'll send you one as a gift. Oh, well, you're you are a sweetheart, but hey, I. I've been listening to you talk about the Herkimer Tectite Moldavite combination for quite yeah. a while now. And I have each of those, but they're big pieces of a beautiful piece of Herkimer diamond that I saved my money for many years ago, a uh, piece of Moldavite and the Tectite, but I have not worked with them together. Uh, well, well, I have kind of, but not really focused. So yeah, well, absolutely if you, if you, beautiful. Yeah, if you're working with them together and you're lying down, one of the things that you can do, maybe we can share it afterwards. Maybe we can do, uh, I, I, I can take you through it um, later on. 
Well, tell you what, we're going to be going over to Patreon. <laughs> that was a great segue. We're going to be going over to Patreon doing a little after show where Mark is going to show us uh, some actual um, uh, practices that we can use with these crystals. So make sure you head on over there. But we're, we're not done here yet. So let me ask you a question about we're, we're obviously touching on access to other worlds and crystals as the catalyst. Do We're talking about being somewhere else whether dimensionally, maybe even physically, spatially on another planet. What about the beings themselves and the connection that they may have to these crystals? Do you have any thoughts on that? In other words, is there an intelligence uh, behind the crystals that are acting as, I don't know, <laughs> that are waiting on the other end? I don't, I, I don't want to be crude about it, but do you know what I mean? What, yeah. What, are some of the beings that may be uh, working through these crystals to bring us to these other worlds? Well, well, first of all, I'd like to share something with you before we talk about the crystal Moldavite, which is really the crystal that really took me to the place of understanding that there's more to this crystal than what I understood. And uh, still to this day, I have worked with this crystal practically every single week for 17 years. And I realize now I know less than I did when I first started because there's so much to understand about this crystal. I'm writing a book currently that I've been writing for the past 10 years and it's called The Power of Moldavite. The reason why I haven't brought it out is because Moldavite, like any other crystal, changes to the way the world is and how it works and its energy. But the interesting thing that I learned from being in the Czech Republic where Moldavite comes from is there's a little town called Besanice. Besanice. Besanice is one of the most beautiful places in the Czech Republic. It's gorgeous. The energy is incredible. A long time ago, uh, I was told this by a local. A long time ago, many years, the Russians came in and made an agreement with the local, um, let's say, the town hall. And the agreement was they would take away some of the Moldavites and they would give them money to make the town a better place, to upgrade the town. So there was an agreement in that town. And then the Russian army came in and dug um, so much of the land with all of these. Nobody knows exactly how many truckfuls of dirt with Moldavite they took in, but they said there was hundreds of them. Nothing was ever said thereafter. Nobody ever truly mentioned anything thereafter. But it has to be said, why would the Russian Russians come along and dig and take the Moldavite away unless there was something about the Moldavite that had them interested? So that said, I find that bit fascinating. Now, working with Moldavite, when you place it on your third eye or you place it on somebody's third eye, when somebody starts to connect to the Moldavite language or the Moldavite energy, this is something that I've been curious about and trying to understand in the book, writing it down. And I don't want to give too much away, but I'd like to share some of the things that I understand now. I am still confused with whether we are connecting to a past memory within the crystal 
or whether we are actually connecting to the living uh, spirit or consciousness of the Moldavite people. That I still don't understand. I would hazard a guess and say it's both. But my feeling is when I start to meditate with Moldavite, the people come through at the same energy. The way they look, the way they feel, the way they communicate, their energy, everything is utter peace. And everything that I have experienced, not just from my clients and what they've told me, but what they've actually communicated with me, and that is that they're trying to save this planet from destruction. And the destruction is that we destruct our planet. We are the ones that cause the issue through technology. So what they were trying to say is, or show us is that through what we think is um, the way forward by technology is actually what kills this planet and everybody on it. So what I understood was that the planet that they came from was a beautiful world. It showed me seas within seas. It showed me the seas that had no waves. It was it was like looking at, at um, a, a mirror image. It was like a mirror image of colors that you can't describe. The feeling is so profound that you feel like you are in um, utopia. You're in heaven. Everything is surreal and everything is lovely. Everything is communicated and everything is consciousness and everything that you see, the sea, the sand, which is a different color, by the way, which you can't explain. And the trees which are moving, but are slightly different in vibration. All of these things are all connected. They're trying to show us what they were and what they had to the point where it was that the place just imploded. It imploded because of something that they were trying to achieve, which then took them to a place of destruction. So I'm not sure whether it's um, their main message is to say we we have to be careful. And it's not like climate change. It's not like all of that. It's that the technology that we're bringing in is dangerous. And that is every client that worked with Moldavite on my healing bed came to the same conclusion. So it will be our destruction of what we want and are asking for. It's heavy and it makes a lot of sense because when we think of technology and how it's being utilized today, moreover, how they certain days wish to use this technology, essentially allowing the technology to, to rule the world and our bodies, if you know what I mean. I can see where that would be the likely ending and the consequences thereof if this continues to go down this path. Yes, I'm talking about uh, AI control, merging man with machine, transhumanism. That's technology I'm talking about. That seems to be the future that uh, certain individuals have plans for us to be participating in. And if that happens, and I'm just going to go there, I'm going to take my chances, and I'm going to go there. If that happens, oh, hell yeah, there's certain, dis there's destruction on the way for sure. So if that's the message, I'd heed that message. 
Yeah, it's unfortunately it's quite a heavy message, and um, the destruction is shown, and it's shown by way of the memory within the Moldavite. So mm. it's, it's uh, <laughs> a lot of people wake up crying, and um, they see that they see the similarities, uh, but but in a way of the physical that we are and the spiritual that they were. So that makes me understand that even spiritual beings can go down that path and their technology was nothing like ours. It was, it was a technology that we could not even comprehend, but it's the, mm -hmm. still the same um, process that we go through. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, um, I, I, I can't explain it to a degree, but it's almost like we, we are our own destructive force. That, that's it. It's, it's really, really sad. And, and sometimes I think to myself, maybe we're going too fast with everything and we need to take a step back and we need to look at things. But unfortunately, it can only happen on an individual level. And I think Moldavite tends to try and um, heighten our um experience and our, our visual um uh, senses it heightens all senses by the way but but it tries to um help us to see what is wrong in the world and thus that can be really challenging so one of the things is that i say look if you meant to if you're meant to work with moldavite then it will come into your life there's a hundred million videos that are happening at any given moment and and even in the Czech Republic, even in Besanice, they don't even most people on the street even wouldn't know what Moldavite is. So therefore, if you're if you're hearing what Moldavite is, it means that you're ready. So I don't believe at all that you're not. I think anybody is ready for anything, but it's how you've been brought up. It's how you've been you've been programmed. The mm -hmm. fear factor. So. At the end of the day, I just smile when somebody is saying, oh, this is awful. I'm saying, yeah, it is. Keep it on. It's brilliant. At least something's <laughs> happening. You know, I, I imagine the people who wear Moldavite and get nothing from it. You know, well, you know, it's, it's either one or the other, you know, don't feel anything. Well, don't worry. Leave it on. Then three months later, six months later, Mark, you're never going to believe this. Yeah, I am going to believe it. You're wearing Moldavite and, and everybody is different with Moldavite. Nobody gets the same thing all the time. There are patterns for sure, but everybody experiences different. One of the most beautiful things for me is when I sell a piece of Moldavite, I used to say, tell me what happens. That, that was more exciting to me to find out what was going to happen to my client right. because that, that was confirmation to me that things are happening. And I was looking for patterns. I was looking for, oh, this happens to many people. But I've come to realize now, you know, like any crystal, it works differently. And when you open a book, a crystal book, and it says, oh, it does this. Well, not always because your energy is different from somebody else. So you might get upset and then you might think, oh, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Where I would say, open a book that says, look, this crystal will work with you in a different way. Listen to it, feel it, really? and tell me what you think happens to you when you work with this crystal. Now, if you get a book like that, you're reading a right you're book. You're reading the right book. Absolutely. Well, I've always felt that we should not be using crystals prescriptively, meaning coming out of, you know, sort of the standard of, you know, amethyst, use amethyst for this, use celestite for that, da 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 da, da. Yeah. However, I, I do have crystal books and they're beautiful to look at and to learn yeah. about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, and what I will do, Mark, is I will, let's say I want to work with a, I think I just mentioned celestite or celestine, one of the two, the blue stone uh, for a certain thing. 
and I will do, I will not look at anything. Something will just tell me to work with this stone. And what I do is make mental note or even written note of some of the features that, that, uh, some of the qualities that I, I noticed during working with the stone. And then I will go and look at the book to kind of see or test my. Um, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. I, I use it. I sort of reverse engineer it essentially. So, so yeah, I mean, pe people are right. I mean, there was a book called um, the crystal Bible by Julie Hall. Mm -hmm. I have okay. that book. Yes. Ju Ju Julie Hall was an amazing soul. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Judy Hall um, used to go around all the shows when she was younger and speak to all the crystal dealers, all of them. And one of them was a, a friend of mine I got to know very well in Ibiza who was extremely knowledgeable of crystals all his life. And he's passed away now, but he said to me once, how do you, um, how do you tune to your crystal? And I say, I just hold it and listen. And he said, it's funny that he says, most people are tuned by taking a book and reading it. And I said, I don't believe that. And mm -hmm. he said, you know, can I tell you a story, Mark? I said, please tell me the story. He says, I remember this young girl who used to run around the shows all the time and ask everybody what the crystal did. And she wrote it all down and she ended up writing a book called the crystal Bible. It's a fantastic book. Now that says everything, right? That yeah. said, that tells you everything. So at the end of the day, it's one person's perception, okay? It's another person's perception. But but if you're going to tell someone, this is one of the things with Moldavite. It, it upsets people when they don't get that feeling of, oh, this is what everybody else gets. I don't get it. Therefore, it's not working. Whereas when I touched a piece of Moldavite, when my first mentor put it in my hand, never told me anything. I just finished 17 healing sessions and about 23 psychic readings. And I was ready with my energy and my energy was ready. I was like, oh, on fire. So then she gave it me and she says, hold this. And my actual body in feeling elevated from the floor. I actually lifted up, not my physical, but like, I was like, oh my mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. what is this? There was no expectation. And I try and say, this is the challenging thing with Moldavite. People listen to so many stories like mine, and then it ends up kind of ruining it sometimes because the yeah. expectation is greater than the actual feeling. So it's never, hard. never have expectation. I've always said that with anything that one does have goals, but let go of expectation in that regard. You and I, uh, Mark, I think are cut from the same cloth because I'm the same way. There is discovery and creativity and in not looking at the book, picking up the stone and just observing or feeling. Boom. And that's exactly yeah. what I do. I would yeah. not squander that opportunity for anything. Yeah, and I would, I, mean, I would encourage everyone to do that. Now, I know there are a lot of people listening in the audience who already have sort of a preconceived notion of what this stone does for this and that and the other. And that's not to say it's wrong, no. but I challenge each and every one of you who work with crystals or who might want to work with crystals to pick up a stone that you feel connected to at any given time and just sit quietly with it. And don't don't even ask for anything. Just Amazing. allow it to Amazing. resonate at the right frequency that it's supposed to at the right time. That's Amazing. how I work with crystals. Amazing. That's how I work with them. Everything that you're saying is uh, day one, uh, the first 20 minutes of the pure energy healing online interactive crystal course. And then four days when we start, 
I put a crystal in everybody's hand and ask them to tell me what they feel, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I do it to every single person, right? When they're watching the videos and they do it and then they express themselves. And then when we finished, I say, what did you feel? And they all say something different. And I'll mm -hmm. say, okay, great. You were all holding the same crystal. I love it. That's surprising that at all. That's yeah. beautiful. That's the way it's supposed to be. And exactly. that is what punctuates this idea that we are indeed individuals. We feel Absolutely. individually. We see individually. We love individually. We do everything. And as we should, the uh, being taught that we are all one, you know, I, I'll tell you the truth, guys. I have a problem with that phrase as it has been postulated because I don't think that's absolutely accurate. I feel that we are absolutely all connected, but connected as individuals. And that should be honored. And being with crystals in this way is a great way to honor it. So that being said, listen, we're going to wind down. We're going over. I can't believe an hour has gone, but close to an hour has gone by. We're going over to the Patreon after show, of course. And Mark is going to bring his little puppy. <laughs> oh, look at the little dog. Who is this? This is Princess Lily. Princess, little girl. Yeah. Is she she's a, a little new... girl? She's new. Yeah, she's barely new. She's, she's a year. She's a year old, and she's oh. my little, she's my little angel, little baby doll. Yeah, That's she's a poodle. She's, she's poodle. from. Um, she's a poodle, and she's from Monaco. Oh, beautiful. She's your yeah. companion. Yeah, I love. I love. I love her. I love her. Uh, she's beautiful. She she's is my best beautiful. Friend. Oh, I can see a little moldavite on her on her third eye. <laughs> That's great. Oh, well, Mark, thank you as always. Everyone go to markbyerski.com. We will spell it. Actually, I will spell it. M-A-R-K-B-A-J-E-R-S-K-I.com. And it's all there. <laughs> Everything that we've talked about. And like I said, I'm going to put up some pictures and posts. You've probably seen them at this point. And uh, I guarantee you, you, I have some of Mark's products and they are Whew. They're absolutely beautiful. And not just the crystals, Mark. You have all sorts of very, very unique oil blends that you work with energetically, uh, ship them uh, very, very rapidly to whomever all over the world. Tons of people using your stuff, tons of people singing your praises. Please go to markbyyourski.com. Check it out for yourself, okay? All right, guys. Let's go to the after show, Mark. What do you think right now? Yeah, it sounds Let's great. Let's do it. Thank you, my dear. Thank you to Spain and not to you journeyers. Love you as always. Hope to see you next Thank time. You. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye.